All right, we are back. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Writer's Block Podcast. Your boy Bobby here. I got some special guests in the building today, back in the home studio. The man sitting currently to my right, uh, I've been posting about the show. We just did the show at the Comedy Zone, River City Comedy Showcase. The man who hosted, put it together, does his thing. Alex Sanders is right here next to me. And next to Alex, we got this man has been hosting. I don't know how long you've been hosting the show. Every Tuesday night, I talk to y'all about uh, Vusoir, the open mic over out in Mayport. He's been putting it together. Brings a lot of people out. Gets a lot of people fucked up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I, don't, I think that's one of, the, uh, one of the things. My mic sounds fucking disgusting. I'll work on it. Uh, but that's one of the things. I love this guy. Scott Watley, everybody. Scott Watley. Yeah. Hey, what's Thanks up, boys? How we doing? Here. Y'all good? Yeah, how are you? I'm doing great. I was going to ask you the same thing. You just had, we did the first River City Comedy Showcase. Me, Scott was on the show as well. Uh, shout out to the home team, Comedy Zone. You already know the gang. Go get tickets. Go check out who's coming in the weekends and all that stuff. Uh, that good jazz. How are you feeling? How was, uh, you, how was the first show? I was on Cloud 9 for like the first day or two after. So I feel like it went pretty well. Yeah. Uh, I don't think anybody had a bad set, which makes you feel good, because I know at least that makes the comics happy. Oh, yep. yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <definitely>. yeah. <laughs> so I know the comics are happy about it. I know the clips came out and are like starting to come out about it, which are nice. So yeah. I, I just feel like, and obviously the audience, I've been getting messages the last two days with just people that were like, sucked. oh, that's great. So people had a good time. Yeah. And so many people asked me to come back for the next one. So Hell yeah, hopefully that starts a momentum. But um, I think that. For a first show, I don't think it could have gone any better, which is... No, no way. It was, there was such a cool energy. Like, after my set, because my dad was there, oh, shit. Uh, we had some friends from the beaches that came out. Yeah, so your I, dad looks just like you, dude. Yo, yo, Scott's dad walked in without Scott, and me and Leah both went, that's Scott's dad. <laughs> like, the same walk, the same facial structure. It was funny as shit. I'm going to turn this AC it's off. It's actually more surprising you're not a junior. Oh, Between the two of you guys. No, yeah, well, I am. Well, I saw his dad, too. My dad's name is Scott Watley. You didn't see my dad. Yeah, I did. My dad's name Didn't you post a picture of him? You saw my stepdad. You've never uh, seen my actual oh, okay. father. I thought, <laughs> I thought okay. Go ahead. <laughs> so I'm making this weird straightaway. Uh, <laughs> I saw his dad. I haven't even seen my dad. What are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about you seen my dad? Where did you, where did you see him? <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> this was a great show, man. Scott, 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 this was your first time playing a comedy club. You it were just was. talking My about that a second a ago. And uh, your dad used to do stand-up, what, 20 years ago, you were saying? Something like that, yeah, during so, the early 2000s. So what was that like, fucking playing in a comedy club for the first time dude, and having him there? Dude, it was, it was unbelievable. I, you know, having gone from, as a kid, being barely old enough to get in there, and watching him perform, of course, he was he was kind of killing it yeah. back in the day. I mean, he was all over the place. He'd be in Gainesville, then he'd be in some ski resort in North Carolina, then he'd be, you know, he's getting booked everywhere. But anytime he was in town, I mean, we were going. Me and my buddies from high school would mm-hmm. be like, I don't know, I'm trying to think if we were even, you had to be 21 to get in there or just 18? Now, yeah. Now, I think yeah, back yeah. then you had to be 18, mm-hmm. and I might have been 18. Yeah, it's 21 maybe. plus right now. Yeah, yeah, so and I was getting in there and watching my dad, like, murder the room and being like, not. Actually, I think one of the only, like, living clips of my dad on YouTube was there at Comedy Zone. Really? Okay. Because yeah, it was, like, before everybody was filming all their shows and stuff, you know? So, yeah. Um, and so having him in the crowd, it was funny. When I got done, I was texting Lindsay. I'm like, was my dad laughing? 
Like that's the only oh, thing. Wow. I, you know, I okay. Wanted, I wanted yeah. to entertain him. Like it could have been just me and him in the room. Yeah. But that being was on that stage and performing for him was like. That's dope as hell, bro. That was my first time doing a show in front of my like my mom was there. Oh, she had, cool. I've been doing stand up for four years now. She had never seen a show really until that night. Yeah, they came to one show at the Comedy Zone, but I got bumped off the show. Oh, no. Yeah. This career's really taking off, isn't it, Bobby? Yeah. <laughs> Literally, I was so hyped. I was like, the, the one time, like, when I had the most people brought that I, out of so far, I got bumped off of that show. And I was oh, like, oh, God damn it. Damn, that's brutal. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, so, me, well, Alex hosted, so Alex went up first, and then me, and then Scott, oh no, Mike uh, Freed, Freed. Yeah. Mike yeah. Freed, uh, Scott, who was the guy from Gainesville who you brought? Harry Snover. Harry, right. Harry Snover. He was funny also. He was, yeah. a witty, he was cool. Witty um, he was like a, a new school Mitch Hedberg. Yeah, I asked him. I asked him how he met you, and he said, "I don't know. We barely talk. I don't know how he just booked <laughs> me." <laughs> Alex <laughs> thinks they're good friends. Yeah, <laughs> Alex. <laughs> <laughs> when I, I intro Leroy, and then I go, one of my best friends, as I'm leaving, I go, you're not one of my best friends. <laughs> I was like, I had a few drinks at that point. I was feeling, I was yeah. in a good mood. I was just like, hype him up, hype him I up. Told He's the closer. You, like, I hope's in the open mic, bro. I was, I used to say anything when you're bringing uh, yeah. up somebody. Oh, yeah. This next guy coming to the stage, he actually cured... <laughs> Assistance cancer. Yeah, I don't fucking know. <laughs> you know what I do all the time is I go up and I'm notorious. Obviously, I get ragged on this all the time for doing five minutes in between each comic. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'll go yeah. there. I'll be I'll be doing crowd work or whatever, and I'm like halfway through whatever I'm doing, I'm like, hmm, who am I bringing up next? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm glad that you owned up to. We talked about no, it on hey, this show. Before. I started that mic for one reason to. Do more time on stage. And That's, if, and if yeah. anybody else wants to come to this show, they can. Yeah. But this is a place where I can work on crowd work or whatever. And and so, yeah, comics are always giving me shit for it. But I'm like, <laughs> why? why no, yeah. I, I did at the show backstage. Yeah. I was like, I'm about to do five minutes. Oh, he did, yeah, he's about to bring me on. He looks at me. He goes, he goes chill out. I'm going to do five before I bring you on. <laughs> <laughs> and I go, all right, cool. He goes, I'm just fucking. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. <It's> funny. <laughs> I, brought, yeah. I brought Trevor Johnson on one time, and I called him Trevor Lawrence because I forgot his damn name. Oh, wow. There, yo, that's funny as hell, I was yo. like, this next comic is Trevor, <laughs> Trevor Lawrence, and he's looking at me like. <laughs> the exact opposite stature yeah, exactly. of a Trevor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The most unathletic Trevor you've ever seen in life. He probably thought I was doing it to mess with him, but I genuinely forgot his name. It's the only Trevor name yeah. that came to mind, so I just said it. I do, I do love the Voussoir room, though. Like, I was telling you, like, like that room, have, before I got my own open mic, that was always my favorite open mic. Yeah. Like, it's a great workout room to go try some new stuff. But, like, honestly, most of the people who, like, rock, really, really rock with me on, like, Instagram or Twitter or whatever, I met them at Voussoir. Really? Like, they've actually checked up on me. We became friends or something. Like, there's, I don't know. It was dope. There's comedy fans that show up to that. Like, a lot of open mics... It's whoever is at the bar that night drinking. Yeah. You know, but yep. the Voussoir audience, and you see regulars that come back, and they're just, like, ready for it. They're there for it. You They've know? come up to me after a show and give me notes that I actually take. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like which that's a good makes tag. no sense that was, for an audience member to do. I think that would still annoy me. I'd be like. <laughs> I'd be like, bitch, put your name on the list then. <laughs> yeah. Give me that shit. You ain't even really that funny. I ain't using this, man. What is this? That's pretty good. All right. Hey, but I ain't doing this again. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if I have a. I'm uh, not going to give you credit or nothing, man. You just, yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So, like, that room, you feel like, like, finally, like, that room helped you kind of fucking 
100%. Get a lot better. Like, now do you feel growth? Because you can't really feel when you're growing as a comic, even when you're yeah. trying to do something, like trying to work on crowd work or trying to do blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You don't really feel your, yourself doing it until you've done it, mm-hmm. and now you're like, oh, I can do this now. Yeah, yeah. And hosting, it. well, first off, it gave me a relationship with all the other comics, whereas when you're just starting out and going to mics, like when I first started going to mics, it was like, I don't know if I belong. I really, these guys know each other. Like, mm. do I, where am I in this whole scene? Like, you know. And That's then, how you felt? Yeah, I did. What, what, I, what did you just start that? Voussoir. Uh, almost two years ago. Oh, Voussoir? Yeah. Um, like hosting. You started hosting. Yeah. Started that, um, I think, October of, like, Last year? 2020, maybe? Oh, okay. okay. It's been about a year and a half, almost. Okay, I started cool. it very shortly after I started comedy in general. Okay. I had only Dope. been doing comedy a couple months, and I went to Rain Dogs, and like two in the morning, and nobody calls my name, and I didn't know how anything worked. I was like, man, what? This is, this is oh, garbage. Yeah. I'll start that, my own. If you won't let me on stage, I'll start my own. Is that like, when it was like, uh, when the, like you go up, and then the person who's on stage calls the next yeah, comic on the one. list? Well, yeah. just not even the next one on the list. It's just whoever they whoever pick. They, whatever their friend is. And yeah. Them up. yeah. That really annoys me, but I get it. Like, <laughs> get some it mics too. are like that. Yeah, I get like, it, too. I get it, but that would piss me off. <laughs> yeah, and I, I had no idea what the culture of open micing was or anything yeah. like that. But well, you I, don't know until you get into it like right. that. But then starting that mic, I was like, Two, two things. I didn't want to have to drive all over the city mm-hmm. to do comedy. There was wanted, nothing at the beach. There was nothing at the beach. Yeah. And for me, anytime I want to get on stage, I got, it's a 30-minute commitment minimum. Yeah. You know, and then if, and then if I'm going to stay after and hang out with some comics, I mean, I'm not getting home. You do rain dogs, and you get on at 1.30 in the morning, and you're going to stay after and talk to some comics. I'm not getting home until 2.30, yeah. 3. And it's I, like, this is brutal, you know? I haven't hit that stage yet. I, I, that's what I learned. I'm not a comics comic. I'm going home. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not fucking hanging out after this. I like you guys, but I'm going to my house. Yeah, it depends yeah, yeah. on the mic. The beach one, I like the the vibe there, so yeah. I'll hang out. Just oh, dude, no. That was that. We stayed after it, like Ink Factory show. We uh, So we all actually did the Ink Factory show uh, a couple months ago also. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I stayed at That was a great vibe. That was a great hang. Mm-hmm. Like... But those nights, that was a show, man. We were there. We were all vibing. It yeah, was nice. High. I didn't just drive 30 minutes and get stage time for, like, four people. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I went to a mic. This is where I was really pissed off at open mics and stuff. I drove out to an open mic, and when I got called on stage – everyone walked out before I even like oh. got to the stage. So I, so I did, I waited to watch people have a crowd and then I did five minutes for nobody. Oh. And then when I got the light to get off, 14 people walk into the <laughs> fucking thing and just sit right there. And on my way home, my fucking car got a flat tire. I was pissed. I didn't get paid for the show and I just bombed for nobody. <laughs> pissed me off. But like hanging out, I, I wouldn't. I would never hang out after that show. Yeah, because then there's too much no. going on. Why would you hang out after that? That's some bullshit. Yeah, but like I don't know. After a good show, a good vibe, like good hosting, if everyone's actually cool with each other, yeah, it's fun to hang. I'm not worried about it. Absolutely. Yeah, no, are I, you Are you excited to be hosting this show? Do you think it's going to change anything for you? Uh, change anything? Probably not. I mean, I, I. I don't know how it would change anything. Like uh, your comedy, <laughs> fucking you getting uh, better. So you probably. I hate hosting. Like, I'll say that. Uh, Why do you hate hosting? I am just, I, the energy of a host is, like, you have host energy. You're, like, positive, <laughs> has energy. I always lean towards negative, and you don't want to poop on your own show. 
You know what I mean? So, like, if someone does bad, I almost, as a person, want to be like, ha that guy, right? <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to do that, though. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so, and I know that's not how you make friends, either. Yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> but like, my energy leads towards, like, oh, the, the negative things are sometimes funnier to make it positive. I, I think, for me, I was super positive before, like, now hosting the open mic at The Zone. Yeah. I was all, I think I was much more positive before hosting. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, I also hate hosting, but I also like it a little bit more. Like, I feel like it's taught me that I can be negative to a certain okay. extent and just yeah. be like, it's okay. Like, you know, as long as I'm still, like, we're telling jokes, we're still doing yep. funny and stuff like that. But you don't I have to think, be cheery, you know? I also think open mic energy might be different, though. Yeah. Because, like, on a yeah. comedy show where they pay 10 bucks, yeah. even if, luckily nobody, like I said, had a bad set. And I wouldn't go after them and be like, that guy, right? Yeah. That's stupid. I booked him in the first place. Right. right? Yeah. So, but it's one of those things where, like, I, for that show, that energy, you always want to keep it going. Mm -hmm. At a comedy club, it's a big, it's, it seems like an event, right? Yeah. So it's one of those things where I don't want to poop on on any level. Mm -hmm. And that's where I'm, like, tiptoeing because my natural energy is always, like, Ah, eh, screw this whole thing that we're doing. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> what's going on it's here? My thing. That's Change like, it up. Yeah. When you're, when you're hosting, it's like it's like pushing a car. That's like broke. You know, just pushing it down the road. And it's like if you have people helping you. There's people that are funny around you. You're pushing this thing, and then if somebody just gives up or has a bad set, and then you have to like now I have to really lean in to keep this thing going. Yeah. But if you hit a hill and it's like man, this thing is just crushing, then you can kind of just enjoy the like that momentum. Well, I also you know, did a quick sorry, I, I did a quick set in the beginning because I thought I might need five minutes mm -hmm. to reset after certain people. Yeah. And then I never had to do yeah, another joke. quick set. You did yeah. 10 minutes up top. Yeah, I know, <laughs> but I, I planned for myself to do 15. Ah. So I was like, and, you know, usually to come out takes 30 seconds to introduce the next person, all mm -hmm. that. So that's like, I count that as yeah. a factor too. But I was like, you know, I wanted time to do, like those certain jokes I, that I know are like maybe a minute long, that I'll be like, get them to have energy again yeah. that I just never did. And I was like, oh, well, like, you know, mm -hmm. just because everyone kept crushing. Yeah. Like uh, it just was constant. I was like, I don't want to ruin the energy. Yeah. You know, as a host, if everyone's think, having a great set, you just. I think uh, nice what nice I was going to say a second ago is like, I think I think different about that. Like if someone goes up, and it doesn't go great. I don't think I ever feel like, oh, I gotta go lean in and do blah 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 blah. You just, I just, you go back up there, tell your jokes, bring the next person up. You know what I mean? Like, there's no added pressure. It's still the same thing going on. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I put maybe that it's just me. You're I've, probably right too, because as a comic, when somebody goes does bad before you, you're like, well, that makes my job easier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, if yeah. somebody murders, you're like, damn, I got to follow that? They just buried me. Yeah. But no, as a host, though, like, I feel like a certain amount of responsibility to make sure the people that I invited to this thing enjoy yeah. themselves. And for, like, for Fusoir, um, the way I treat that, and you guys know this, like, everybody, anybody can bomb for five. But if somebody's murdering, I'm going to let them keep murdering because yeah. at the end of the night, I want all the audience to say, like, that was so much fun, I can't wait to come back. Yeah. The last thing you want is for people to be like, I don't know, that one guy was kind of funny. but the whole That's night how you get regulars, though. Yeah. That's how you get those guys who came back and right. now actually give you notes on your stuff. Yeah. Because they've seen good stuff, and then when you let somebody rip for a while and do, like, 15 minutes. I also just want to go on record and say, if you're listening to this, don't give us fucking notes after that. I don't want to encourage. <laughs> yeah. I'm not yeah, yeah, encouraging yeah. whatever the that. fuck Alex is talking <laughs> about that. right now. Don't <laughs> encourage people to just come up. You know and, what I really right. love about doing a show is when <laughs> the audience bro. has notes for yeah. me. <laughs> that is one of the worst. 
worst things that you can do. One of the proudest I, moments as a comic is when the audience really yeah. helps you dial Bro, in. It's the worst thing. I, I hate. Yeah, like, I go right. out and I bark and I tell people about shows and pass out flyers and stuff. I love the people who take them. Shout out to y'all. But you also get those people who go, you know, I've always wanted to try comedy myself. <laughs> I got a lot of material. I just never wrote it down. And then they start talking to you for 10 minutes. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, man, listen. Like, how about I, I give know you a I stack want- of these and you go act like a comic right now? Yeah. Pass that, <laughs> you know, don't, I don't, don't, I'm not, don't encourage fucking audience members coming up to give notes. You don't know anything. But thanks for being nice if you're nice. <laughs> Yeah, highly negative. <laughs> yeah. You know how annoyed you would be if you got notes from a not I, no, comedian I I, I after agree. every show? Oh, I've gotten it before and been like, how right. bad and is your stand up, bro? Yeah, <laughs> people. Like, you know how often this happens to me? Yeah. <laughs> really? Because that's yeah. never happened to me. No, it happens all the time. <laughs> always people telling me how to do better. <laughs> and I always appreciate the help, man. That's a word. Coming from the guy, this dude right here. Yeah. We went out one night. We got hammered. We come back. We're standing in the kitchen, and Alex gets all in his. He gets all lovey and feely, and he's like, hey, "What? Man. Yeah, yeah." Alex he, loved yeah. and feels. Oh yeah, he was just standing there. He's like, "Dude, you know what?" He's like, "You're really funny." I was like, "Oh, thanks, dude." He goes, "You just can't write good punchlines." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Wait, what?" I was like, here, have another one. Tell I, me more. I, re- I respect that so much. You straight I'm up, not going to lie. He's like, you got good energy, but your writing is pretty weak. Yeah, I respect that so much. I need somebody to be drunk honest with me like that. Oh, dude. You know what? It, I'll you know take what you on a boat, and I'll get, I'll get you yeah. real drunk honest. No, you know what it's made me do is it's made me evaluate all my tags and all my stuff. I'm like, is that a good tag, or am I just selling it with... Uh, is it funny because of my facial expression or because yeah. of my body? But I think that's also part of comedy, though. I think it like, is, yeah. I think I do that accidentally sometimes. Like, mm-hmm. I, I care more about like the words that I'm writing and stuff. But at the same time, like you're also performing the jokes. A hundred percent. There's yeah. been times where like someone will laugh just because I made a face. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. if I can get someone to laugh for ten yeah. seconds just oh, by yeah. making a face, mm-hmm. I get an extra ten second laugh out of you. That's fucking golden, also. But All I get day. it. I get it. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Did you burp into the mic? I coughed, motherfucker. (laughs) You see how how quick it got hot when I turned the AC off? Yeah. You see how quick it got hot when I turned the AC unit off? (laughs) That's why I'm like, what what I I just saw was Bobby had one of those minutes where he got booked for 15 and he realized he only had five of material. (laughs) (laughs) This podcast is going dope. Yeah. Dude. Honestly, that that's a great point, dude. Because this actually happened to me before, and like me and Christian Blaker had a whole argument about this. Uh, he's been on the pod before, so yeah. I dropped the name. They know who he is. Mm-hmm. Um, I got asked to perform at perform at a private birthday party. Mm-hmm. She was like, "Hey, can you do thirty minutes of comedy?" And I was like, "Like she was going to pay me three hundred dollars to do thirty minutes of comedy." Yeah, that's good. This is way, like this is the recent, by the way. This is when I was a much worse comic. You're than like, I, I got now. a tight five. Yeah, I'll come do your thirty. Straight up, yeah. I, I, I literally was going to be like <laughs> just say five over yeah. and over six I, times. <laughs> just tell the same jokes. <laughs> Next time, I'm going to turn my hat forwards and do this one. Yeah, that's funny. Just show with different looks. You know, you're about different change, faces. Change clothes. Does the audience have any minutes. suggestions? Any suggestions from the audience? But we had a whole debate because I I turned it down because I was like no I'm I'm not I, I appreciate you like she saw me open for uh, Tony Roberts that weekend and she was like I was like I appreciate you asking me 
but you know, this is your birthday, man. Let me do a little more work. Give me a year. Yeah, Give me yeah. a year to actually have that under my belt. Right. And then absolutely. But I was told that I should have just took the gig and figured it out later. <laughs> like I don't know about that, man. That's, yeah. I think that's bad advice. I thought, yeah, I also thought that was terrible advice. I think that's I don't bad know. advice. Because if I just get better the next year and they call me back, right. then I, then I you know, can potentially get booked more and more by them. Absolutely. But if I went up there and I didn't perform well, and I was like, yo, you got that 300 still, Darby? <laughs> I, I agree with both points because, like, at one point, you're right. You don't want to ruin that guy's birthday. Yeah, it was a woman. And, and like, you can it was a woman. A woman. It was a woman, it was a woman, Alex. Gosh. You're already accused of not booking women on the street. <laughs> I don't book women. I don't get booked by women. <laughs> if there's one thing I don't do is women. I don't do women. Wait, what am I saying? <laughs> But I do get not ruined that yeah. person's, uh, that woman's uh, birthday party. But at the same time, it would be nice to have air conditioning here. So 300 bucks could come in handy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> hey, when I got in here, this shirt was tight on me. I'm going to leave it and be bagging. I'm going to sweat my ass off in here. I'm wearing jeans. That's a cool podcast. It's a cool concept where you got like a weight loss program wrapped up in a <laughs> conversation. A steam room bit. <laughs> yeah, speaking of, it's this hot in here. Where's Joe Rogan anyway? I thought he was supposed to be here. Isn't that... Always a sauna situation with it. It's all right. It's all right. Um, so, what's next? Like, did the first show. First show. You were freaking out about that. Literally, the, the whole weeks before leading up to it, I'm telling Alex, bro, relax. It's going to be fine. Like, he was so nervous, mm-hmm. so fucking just anxious about it. Now that it's behind us, you know, we did it. We're moving forward now. Where, where are you? Where is your level? So, I, I did I'm excited about it moving forward because the first one was good. I'm okay. sure before the second one, I'm going to be nervous again. But this is the first time Comedy Zone's let a local comic do this. So That's incredible. It's like, to me, it's a big deal. It's like, I've booked people who've literally teared up. Because they've, they've been doing comedy in Jacksonville for 20, 30 years and never been on that stage, which mm-hmm. is absurd. Like, one of the guys I don't want to name because now it sounds like a pussy. Uh, <laughs> he was crying. What a bitch. I don't want to say who it was. <laughs> you can just say it. it was me. I have been. <laughs> Dude, that's crazy. But there was somebody who, like, literally got teary-eyed in front of me. And I was like. I think I know who it is. Uh, I, don't, I don't think you do, actually. Uh, if he was on the show, bitch, there's, was, uh, there's five like, yeah, options. He hasn't, so right. I don't want to say if he was or wasn't. But All right, whatever. probably don't have stop that. Yeah. Um, but he, yeah, he teared up. And there's been a couple that have been, like, got emotional and sent me messages. Like, this is awesome. Yeah. So, like, there seems, like, the reason I was nervous about it is because there's, like, kind of a weird responsibility with it, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. So, I want it to be good. Yeah, absolutely. I, like, it's not even just because it's, like, my thing in my neck. It's, like, whatever. I don't care about that. It's, like, I'm doing this kind of for, like, people who have been in the scene for 15, 20 years. Right. I, I almost felt premature on it, like, because I'm, I'm new to the comedy scene. I've only been doing comedy in general for a couple of years. Yeah. And... I, that stage means a lot to me, but if it if it had the same meaning it had to me, but I've been d- working at this for twenty years in this city and had never been on it, you know, like to jump in ahead of those people in line. But I I'm still so grateful for the opportunity, and I didn't I didn't take it for granted. Like yeah. I think if I just yeah. treated it like it was no big deal, that's one thing better. that I still I don't think matters as much. Like that's what like I'm, there's people who always push that. I've been here for fifteen, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. They never let me, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. I get that, but at the same time. None of this shit is linear. But the, so, so like the you one were, I'm thinking of, go. I'm, I'm, I don't give a fuck about him. I'm talking about him. No, I'm kidding. Go yeah, ahead. but there are ones that suck. The one I'm thinking of is like, I could be famous if you move somewhere else. He should be like, he's really good. Okay, well then like, maybe I don't head. know who you're talking about. Like, yeah, but everybody talks about him like, like he's that guy. So he's really good. 
Yeah, if you're 15 years and you suck, I don't care. If you're two years in and you're good, I'm going to book you. I, yeah. I care funny about funny, funny only. Yeah, so at the end of the day, that's all that will matter for that show. Because mm. that's how you get regulars. The same thing with the Voosmore mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Like, that's how you get people come back. You put on a good show. Nobody cares about anything else other than funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody cares. So right. um, it's one of those things where I, that, I was nervous for that. Moving forward, now that we had a good one under our belt, I have a proof of concept to be like, all right, cool, we can do yeah. this. And I'll be more loose and yeah. more fun with it. But um, it's just... Getting those clips out, I think, helps want people on the show. Definitely. You know, all that stuff, you know, so. Yeah, and we're offering, like, it's kind of neat that it's, we're able to provide good footage. Yeah. People can have clips, you know. Like, yeah, shout out to Scott, by the way. Scott recorded uh, the showcase this month on, like, a $20,000 fucking camera. <laughs> well, don't tell so we don't need people. I don't need anybody following me to the parking lot. <laughs> 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 it was a uh, it was a uh, razor flip phone. It was one of the first ones with a camera on it. I mounted it real steady on a uh, on a BlackBerry. <laughs> Dude, yeah, honestly, like it came out really, really good. I watched it this morning, but I was like half asleep and yeah. a little hungover. I know this sounds dumb, but I watched it and it has like a stylistic look to it. Yeah, because it's on a cinematic camera. I know, but it, like it looks, like, <laughs> see, it looks see, so cinematic. Like, that sounds like twenty thousand dollars to me, <laughs> motherfucker. You're so used to seeing comedy from like a guy's iPhone twenty feet away, like right. yeah, thirty feet away, yeah. and it looks like that. And then mm-hmm. this, I was like, oh. Did you just drop the lawnmower sound effect on your pad over there? Is I that didn't. That's actually my neighbor who lives right over there. He's, I think his name is like Jerry or something like that. He's definitely Jerry or Steven. Or he's, a, he's an old old man. I, I, you know where I live. A lot of old people around here. I love that. That's cool. I'm, I'm, the, I'm the terrorizer of this neighborhood. That's good. That's, not, that's not my place. <laughs> yeah, re, re-gentrifying <laughs> Riverside. How... <laughs> <laughs> uh, you did something interesting yeah. at this show. You invited your girl to this show. I did. I have yet. I, I think I that's still weird haven't for me. Met her. He invited How her and not, hit her you away. Definitely met her. Did you introduce me to her? Uh, no, but I was. <laughs> no, I he introduced me. Well, no, I came up there. Yeah, probably. But Lindsay asked me about that. She's like, "Did you meet Alex's girl?" I was like, "No." And then she was here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that. I think that's always a tricky thing, man. Like oh, having yeah. your girl come to a show. I mean, well, oh. y'all are like together, together. Yeah. I don't invite girls to my show like that because I'm like, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm busy. Like I'm preoccupied. <laughs> I don't want to care about what you, you can't be catering to. Yeah. Yes. I yeah. don't want to care about what you're gonna think of this or that. Right. Like I don't want to have to hold back. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And like I literally like my biggest clip right now. I posted that clip about me cheating on someone. <laughs> Bro, I'm so mad that shit popped, bro. It has like 440 likes and 7,000 views, and every girl I talked to was like, do you have a girlfriend? And I every t- I'm like, no, no. I don't. But like shit like that, like I don't know. But Yeah, my, my chick, uh, and it's funny because a lot of our You bring friends, her to the show? What's that? Was she at the show? Yeah. Yeah, she'll come to shows. Yeah. And, uh, but my friends and stuff, they'll ask me, like, is she going to Voussoir? Is she going? I'm like, no, she's not going to listen to me. Bullshit crowd yeah. work on Okay, so you mics. don't bring her to the workout shows, no, but like I'm showcases gonna, and stuff. You'll, yeah, I'm not going to go workout material. Okay. She just has things to do. She's busy, and so okay, am I. Cool. Like, and, and the other thing, too, is when she does come to a show, she understands, like, I'm working. Yeah. Like, if I came to your job, I wouldn't just be like, hey, you know, like, it'd be very disrespectful. Yeah. And she understands that, like, even though it's jokes and it's fun, like, I have a lot on my shoulders, especially like an ink factory or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Or regardless, any show, I'm going to be pacing around. I'm in my head. I'm thinking about my material, yeah. setting up a camera. Whatnot. Have you? Have yeah. either of you ever bombed in front of your girls? 
Uh, no. She's already been to like one or two shows, so no. Yeah, my see, yeah. she's only. I've, I've, I've bombed in front of a girl who I brought out to a show before, and that I'm just like, no, I'm never. I'm, oh, I'm not never. this girl. Uh, I bombed in front of girls. I was like, <laughs> that counts. Yeah, I was crushing on. Counts. Yeah. Okay. No, yeah. thankfully, every time. Well, I've how had how was like, it? What was the experience talking to them after that? Oh, so embarrassing. Uh, <laughs> All right, yeah, let's go. This is where we are. So let's go. I still remember it was at Wine Bar. It was like the first year or two I started comedy, and I had like a good month where I was like, dude, I'm figuring this comedy thing out. Yeah. Like, I'm on top of this. And then I was supposed to close out the show, and then they moved me to the front as the first comic because, like, the guys who used to run the show were in town, so they, like, just randomly, and they're like, well, Mm. we're closing it now. Yeah. And I'm like, well, now I'm fucked. Yeah. (laughs) Like, this is going to be good. And I just... She was right in the front too, and I just oh, dude, that's terrible. She was front row. I was sweating as bad as I as I am right now in this room. Did did you bring her? Did y'all drive together to the show? Uh, no, she (laughs) lived quite right (laughs) over there. I would have just left. Yeah, when you talked about like hanging out after, you do that after a good show. Those shows, like you want to leave, but she's still there, and you're like, uh. You yeah. stayed for her? Yeah. You're a better man than me. I stayed, yeah. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll Alex, def- I mean, uh, Scott, what about you? Have you ever bombed in front of someone that you liked? Um, no, I, I mean, not that I haven't bombed. I've had my share of bombs, yeah. that's for sure. But I, uh, no, because I usually, thankfully, the shows that she's come out to have been good shows. I've done well. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, the first show that I ever put together was I was opening up for I put the show together because some comics were in town from LA I had been on stage five times <laughs> in the history of my ever yeah and uh and these guys were coming they were coming to town and we were shooting a bunch of sketch comedy and stuff and I was just the filmer dope and they were and we were on the call and I was like so you guys are all comedians and they're like yeah I was like y'all want to put a show together and they're all in LA this is during the pandemic where everything was shut down mm-hmm. and they're like yeah we haven't done stand-up in like a year put one together i was like all right so i booked this show i was like oh well i guess who's opening <laughs> 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 your boy's doing 10 off the top yeah yeah and uh and thankfully we did that we it was kind of like an ink factory setup where we did two shows back to back and they were both sold out and uh and so i did two two sets and it was like it was the, my sixth time ever holding a microphone telling jokes and it went pretty well. I mean, I look back at the footage now, and it's definitely not as strong as what I do now, obviously. Mm-hmm. But it, even that wasn't a bomb. It was good stuff. So thankfully, I've never bombed in front of her. But, I mean, whenever I have a, a bad one, I'll call her on the way home and be like, I don't even know what I'm doing. This is trash. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm wasting everybody's time. We could have been having a date night. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Every bomb makes you reevaluate. Oh, life. dude, me and Mikey V were in Orlando. And we shout out to Mikey. Yeah, shout out to Mikey. He v. lives like right next door. He should be here right is now. He lawn Mikey, is that Mikey? <laughs> That's a dad move right there. That is a Mikey B yeah. <laughs> move. No, he, he, we were down in Orlando. And we were doing some mics, and we did this one, and it was so terrible that I. <laughs> it was so, the crowd was so bad. By the time I got on there, there was two people, and and one chick, and she. I was like. I'm not even going to do material in front of these people. It's not even worth it. So I just kind of just started poking fun at the room or whatever. And then I started to riff off this one chick. And it turns out she was the last comedian. And she oh, was like, she wow. wasn't even having it. She was like, I was like, hey, how about you? What's your name? It's got to be like Jessica or something. She's like, why do you care about my name? <laughs> it was like, <laughs> yo, yo. And I was just like, well, that's my time. Could you, could you imagine if Crowdwork was like, yo, so what do you do for work? Why do you care about my job? <laughs> that's yo, that's exactly get what the she, fuck out of the club, dude. That's what this chick did to me. And I looked at, I looked at Mikey V. I was like, let's just fuck that. Thanks, everybody. That's my time. We just, I, <laughs> I was like, wait, this is bullshit. That's funny as fuck. That's actually hilarious. <laughs> 
I'm going to uh, I'm going to Orlando at the end of this month doing Milk District. Oh, cool! Uh, I've is that never done Joe's it. deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got me. Uh, he got me through. I've uh, I'm I've never done a show in Orlando before. I don't know what it's going to be like at all. Yeah. What's the crowd like? I've well, so I did um, I did a few mics down there. That there was one that was really cool. It was the original improv room, and it's been changed now, so it's not an improv anymore. What's that called? Do you know? Is it the Bluefish or whatever? Mm, no, that's the room that's, that's the outside, outside of the improv. Okay. I did that one too, though. That was crazy. We were down there. Actually, I was filming. I was I was producing uh, some content, and just happened to be in Orlando. Yeah. And um, I had Drew with me. We had actually it was the night after Ink Factory, the first one, and we went down there. We were filming all day. We were we were exhausted, and then I was I think I was texting uh, Christian Blaker, I think, and he was like, "Yeah, we got." It was like uh, Jacksonville versus Orlando. Uh, okay, I did. I remember seeing those flyers. Yeah, it was, was cool. the crowd all right in Orlando? It was, it was Were they good. laughing? Well, that was crazy because we just went just to support. Like, let's just go clap for our boys. Like, we'd seriously shot a twelve-hour day. We yeah. were exhausted, and uh, just I didn't even grab a shower. I just like threw a different shirt on, and we went. And um, I walked in the room. Grab Isaiah Isaiah Burns was hosting it. And it was so cool because we walked in and he was like, oh, what are y'all doing here? I'm like, we're just here to support everybody. He's like, you want to do 10 minutes? I'm like, yes, I do. <laughs> so it was really wild because I had no intentions of getting on the stage at all. But it was at Bluefish and it was kind of, it was rad to walk in. Christian Blaker was finishing his set and he's like, he's our last act. But if you and Drew want to go on, you can have time. I was like, cool. And the, it, that bar is really, really loud. Yeah. So you had to really project to get the people right in front of you to hear over the bar behind it's very them. elongated. Too. Yeah, but it was overall, it was really cool. And uh, Rob Snyder was in the main room. Yeah. And, uh, okay. And so it's kind of cool. I'm going to have to check these rooms out. Yeah. I'll be there uh, July 30th, and then I'll, I'll probably, that's a Saturday. But uh, I asked some people, like, what are the rooms and, like, the spots out there? Apparently mm-hmm. they have, like, mics every single day as they opposed do. to what we do here. Yep. You know? Yeah, they had a bunch of mics. But I've only done, like, three different rooms down there. Yeah. Yeah. Have you done uh, Orlando or anything like that? Not in a long time. Since I came back from Atlanta, I haven't, like, traveled much just to do yeah. stuff. I used to. Like, I used to do all the Gainesville shows. I used to do Tallahassee a lot. Like, anything that was, like, within a three-hour radius. Yeah. Thing, I would do. Uh, like, we actually, every two weeks, we would do one day where we would travel. That's cool. We need, I'd like to do some more of that. Yeah. Yeah, was the Copper Rockets down there, too. I think one's called Broken Strings or Brass Strings. Like the names of the spots? Yeah, there's other mics. I'm just thinking about the other ones yeah. that I've done down there. I, I when you, uh, like, like when you were Atlanta, uh, in Atlanta versus doing what's going on now, what do you think that, like, you think this is better for you or was that a better situation? I actually, <clears throat> excuse me, I actually generally think I'm getting better in Jacksonville. You didn't think that in Atlanta? No. Atlanta, mm. you get, Atlanta, you get too many people doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone merges into this whole same thing. It's actually, like, you don't get to differentiate at all. Like That's interesting. I've you, never heard that before. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's weird that they all kind of become the same comic. You mean topical or just, like, the way they put <sighs> delivers? Like. The delivery, the style, the stylistic. Like, Crespo would never exist, and Marcus Crespo... Shout out Marcus Crespo. Uh, <laughs> would never exist in that world. Really? I don't think so. Like when like he came there, he killed because he was the oddity. It was so weird compared to what they're all doing. So they all became the same thing. And I was like, I want to figure out who I am before I go there. Yeah, bring who you are to that. Yeah. I feel like starting a band in Seattle in the 90s. Like, you're going to sound like Nirvana. That's kind of what it was. <laughs> That's kind of crazy. I'm too young for that. <laughs> I don't, He's my, like, so tell me more use, about this classic rock. <laughs> go ahead. Use, it, uh, <laughs> use, use Pierce the Veil or, or, or Bring Me the Horizon or something, young. I don't know. Oh, what, are but these? Like, what are these things you're talking about over there? <laughs> <laughs> That's music, man. 
You know no, what I'm I, you know my what first I like, job uh, was Journeys at Regency Mall out here. That was my first ever job. So I used to get paid to go to Warp Tour and shit. That's yeah. awesome. I used to hear all the fucking emo bands and stuff. It was yeah, great. You know, I like uh, I like old rap. I don't really like new rap. Hey, oh yeah. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you stop that. Remember when old rap? Stop that right now. <laughs> <laughs> old rap is just about. I actually just wrote a tag to that today. Leave me alone. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Whose joke is that? It's not mine. It's not my Stop joke. Stop my material. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, no, Atlanta has a great scene, so I don't want to like poop on it. It just was, it wasn't for me after I was there for a while. Also, I went there when, when COVID was hitting off, mm. and it was like hard to get on shows because everybody was like, I want to do comedy again because I haven't done it for a year. Yeah, so it's like, hard to come back. Yeah, and like that, it became like I didn't have a sample size to be like, remember me from like two months before COVID hit. Yeah. So it got to be like, I, if I got on those shows more regularly, I probably would have a different opinion. You on went it. to Atlanta for comedy, or went to Atlanta for work, and happened to be a better like kind of both. It there. I kind of could leverage one for the other one. You yeah. know, like I've done. I did had an la- office there. Too. I did laughing skulls up there. Did you do that room? Oh yeah. shit! You did laughing skull. Mm-hmm. I submitted to a comedy festival there. I didn't get in. Oh. Uh, it was. But looking back, my tape was not worthy at all. Either way, <laughs> they took they took that forty dollars though. They took <laughs> that. Yeah. They stole it at you. That's how those things operate, man. It's like everybody send me your forty dollars, and I'll pick the five people I was gonna have anyway. Yeah. Like. Yeah. That's what, oh, speaking of festivals, I am on the uh, LOL Jacks Film Festival nice. this year. Uh, shout out to Jen Weeks. I think I'm doing Saturday, and then Leroy is actually doing Sunday, I believe. So, LOL Jacks Film Festival. I think August second. Or August 6th. I don't know. I, we have more pods, and I'll tell you all the real date soon. <laughs> okay. That's cool. What is that, uh, the LOL Film Festival? Uh, like, a bunch of people just submit. Like, you you make films. I'm surprised you didn't know about this. A bunch of people submit, like, sketches and oh, really? short films to this festival in Jack's. Jaguars partnered with it. Like, a bunch of other people. What would you ask me? I was at Ace O'Connell, my little stupid character I do. Oh my God! You know I didn't know that was you. Are you serious? Yeah, I thought it was just a rant, like someone on Instagram pretending to be you. A fucking, a fucking white surfer dude is a blonde Scott or something. It's like, Who? Scott? Do you think all white people look the that, same? Yeah, that's pretty. That's ridiculous. <laughs> hey, you thought my stepdad was my real dad? You know, you can't be the one to talk about this. That is an Come on mistake. Now. <laughs> you think all black people look the same, Alex? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So you so you got to put together a sketch. That's the whole deal. No, it's not. Uh, no, you just submit stuff. Let me. Yeah, but read it's it. all. It's supposed uh, to be funny. Yeah, like it could be whatever. It could be whatever. I, I'm probably giving terrible information because I, I just I didn't look at anything else outside the comedy part of it. But <laughs> well, I like what a lot of people. Things, but it's also like, yeah. Oh, no, well, tell me. Okay, so well, tell I'll me more there. about the format. What does it work? Are they screening these films? And you can. Yeah, they are screening them. Uh, Jen Weeks is the one hosting it. So uh, she actually talked about it with her episode that her and I did. Mm-hmm. Logging into my Facebook here. You guys can keep talking. But so it's an LOL no one, so all the, everything submitted has to have a comedy element to it. Is that what you're saying? Uh, no. I think, well, I don't know, maybe. We'll see. After Jen. Hmm. Or, that's pretty cool. What's that? Have you met Jen before? Mm-mm. Maybe. You haven't met Jen Weeks? I'm talking about her like, you, like everyone knows her. You uh, know her, Alex? Jen or yeah, Jim? Jen, J E N N. J E N N. Yeah, I did her. Uh, I did an episode with her a couple weeks ago. Hmm. I'll have to check it out. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool to be a part of a film. I've only ever tried to be a part of one. It was a uh, Florida surf uh, 
film festival. Yeah, I'm surprised that you hadn't like known about that because you do this. Like that's your job. Man, anybody talks to me about that? Wait, so like when when did that? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody, none of the crowd gave me notes on that. <laughs> When uh, when did you start doing like producing and like making content and stuff like that on a professional level, like professional as like your day level? job? Yeah, I started. Um, it's probably um, two thousand eight or two thousand nine. I um, I don't know where that. I was shit working is. with a few bands. I, I used to have a merch company, so I would design and print band merch. Um, oh, and merch. Then, yeah, merch okay. like t shirts and hats. Yeah, and, stuff. and then um, nice. I went on. I had a, I had my own clothing line for a while and. I went on tour with some bands, and I brought a, a friend of mine, uh, DK, Donald Kilgore. Okay. Look up Donald Kilgore. He's an unbelievable filmmaker. And uh, we were on tour with a few bands, and <clears throat> one of the bands didn't have an opening animation. Yeah. And so I was designing all the stuff, and he was animating it. Oh, that's it. dope. Yeah, we kind of worked through the night, and uh, we did a great job for him. became the open for this tour. And um, after that tour, the, one of the artists asked us to produce a music video, so we worked on that together. And, uh, and it did really well. It was like, remember Journeys in the Mall? I worked there, yeah, yes. the music, Oh, you were just talking about that, weren't you? Yeah, it's my first you job. Pro- what years? Uh, in Regency, uh, 2014 to 2016. It might have been shortly after that stuff was running, but this guy's name was B. Reith, mm. and he had a hip-hop. It was a white hip-hop guy. He had a music video yeah. and Journeys on the TVs and stuff, so that, it was pretty successful. And then, I, So I grabbed a camera and started shooting and started learning as much as I could, and then I... I so went to that, work for an ad agency and started doing it full time. And, like, and then like making your own stuff from there, like sketches and stuff like that? Yeah, I've never really messed around with doing too much funny stuff until pretty recently. I've always done like more serious mm-hmm. like uh, storytelling and things like that. And then I started working with Live Forever Golf. Uh, they're one of my clients. And the guys that own that company, they're hilarious dudes. Yeah. And, uh, and so when I first started working with them, we would get together and have these creative meetings. And half the ideas were just stupid sketches you know yeah. like we had made up this character named where Scoops. all he does is fill in divots on golf courses and stuff and like we made this whole thing where he's anyway it, it <laughs> yeah. started, and then uh, yeah you gotta and then I started that's like the perfect the end to like make your own world like i've been talking about on the show a lot like that's like the perfect you have the like when i said everyone has their own tools in comedy like there's right. like none of us are, are going to use the exact same ladder to get yeah. catapulted anywhere mm-hmm. everybody has their own tools of what they get your tools are filmmaking, yeah, and now you're a comedian. But you have that background of like an expertise in fucking absolutely what some of us are trying to do: become film writers, TV writers, all this mm-hmm. other stuff. You're like the opposite, yeah. That well, that that I did that radio. I, I like did radio and shit, and like podcast and producing. Yeah, before I got really good at this, mm-hmm. like doing stand up and stuff like that, and like this was my skill. This was my way into mm-hmm. the culture of comedy here to do an interview. It'll open people. doors for you. That yeah. You, well. you should definitely try that shit out, man. Just make some shit on your own. Like of you. Yeah, I, know. I definitely will. Now that I know stuff like that exists, I'll take that stupid character. I do and do a longer format, like a five minute or something. Is there, well, this is all different, but every, every, festival just make sure is, people yeah. know it's you. Why? <laughs> if, I play, I didn't know. if I play I didn't a character, know. he's doing that because I didn't know. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Fucker. That's pretty, just if make I, sure you get the followers, man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> make sure people oh. know. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> we're at 40 minutes. Scott has children. So, I, <laughs> I know you got to go grab them shortly. Did I just get the light? No. Here's <laughs> 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 the podcast light. This guy's yeah. got to go. <laughs> I, I do want to uh, What do you think about, like, like, do you think you'll still be doing comedy when they're cognitive? And I don't know how old they are, but, like, when they're... <laughs> they're cognitive. <laughs> I mean, like... Do you like do you ever think about oh like being a comedian while there? Yeah, my kids. So my kids are six and nine, 
Um, so my oldest, uh, they both know that I'm a comedian, and I, I'll show them the sketch. Actually, my daughters and I filmed an Ace O'Connell sketch the other day where, oh, wow. where like, Ace is talking to her about surfing, and he's, she's looking at him like, what an idiot. Wait yeah. until my dad gets home, you know, and then I walk in the door. And so my, my youngest daughter wants to – she's very, very hilarious, and she understands that I'm a stand-up comic, all that stuff. Um, the thing that I have to be careful of is as they get older and if they gain access to the material – making sure that it's stuff that I'm okay with my kids seeing. And mm. when, I, when I'm writing and performing, it's for 21 and up clubs. I can sling a dick joke, no problem. I can yeah. use profanity, no problem. I don't talk like that around the house. Wow. You know, so, you so, know what? That is very interesting. What? I would, that you don't use that language when you're at home. No, absolutely not. No. That's I, responsible of you. Yeah. I mean, look, there's Scott on stage performing and putting on a character and being, uh, for... I think I've uh, only uh, seen you in those environments where it's like, like, where, where comedy environments, so there's yeah. alcohol encouraged, you know, every... <laughs> I think I've, like, I've, I've only Basically, seen... Basically, when like, I see you, uh, you're drunk. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I'm actually surprised you've ever been sober. Yeah. <laughs> when I first saw Alex outside of doing stand-up, I literally said to you, I was like, oh, my God, you're like a whole functioning person. Like, yeah. I, like it's different. I don't know. It's just different than night yeah. and day when you see, when you yeah. know everyone on a week-to-week basis, but yeah. you know them at a bar or a right. show that you're encouraged to buy yeah. one item. Right. Well, I have to balance that, too, even just with uh, with my clients. So not only just my kids, but and that's a big responsibility, but with clients as well. Like, when I sit down and have a meeting and I'm helping a business develop their strategy, mm-hmm. finding their audience and how they're going to develop their marketing um, I can't have them looking at me like I'm just going to sling a dick joke across the table. Yeah. Um, I have to be, re- they have to view me also as responsible. Yeah. Somebody they can trust with their brand's vision. Yeah. And so far the clients that I'm working with, they understand that. And they actually like the idea that I'm a comedic, uh, I'm a comedy and my stuff has a comedic angle to it. But I also do real serious storytelling and things as well. But yeah, but you said yeah, that's where you started. Yeah. I, I a, what's that? You said, you said that's where you started and then kind of moved into doing yeah, like yeah. comedy stuff recently. Well, and a lot of advertising has witty stuff in it. And so, yeah, you know, I've worked at uh, St. John and partners and Dalton agency and, at one point, I was writing commercials for Zaxby's and stuff, and so they. I was Dude, able to, what? I was able to have a little bit of. All right, I didn't even do this all show. That's a. That's a <laughs> Zaxby's is the shit. That's my dream job, boy. Trying to get what? <laughs> write a commercial. I would be. I would be a great. I'm gonna start writing commercials for fast food shit. Yeah, I, I was working with a guy that. named Josh Pog, um, and we've worked together on a lot of projects since then. But we were together. We were teamed up. I was an art director, and he was a writer, and. Um, and so we would, we would concept and storyboard and write these commercials and stuff. Yeah. And some of them were funny and some of them were serious. And um, so there's a definitely comedic element to a lot of advertising. So yeah. it, it helps. Um, but, yeah, you know, going back to what you're saying, like I've had conversations with my kids that are like, you know, daddy loves Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> but he does cuss a little. You yeah. understand? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Daddy's a man of God. So when I, when I was – you know, 18 and 19, watching my dad do stand-up. He was fairly clean, but it wasn't like he was – I mean, it was comedy. Yeah. Right? So it had an element to it. Mm-hmm. But at that point, I was old enough to know what's what was, going on. What was going on. And so I think is. by the time they're old enough to know, it'll be fine. And yeah. they don't have cell phones. They don't have access to any of that stuff. So. Um, I'm going to ask you, you first, Alex, three people you used to watch in comedy growing up. Excuse me. Growing up? Yeah, three people who, who inspired you, pushed you to actually do this shit, get on stage and – you know, now you're hosting a show at the comedy club. 
Yeah, I mean, they're all I'm coming to you next, pretty guy. generic. Which, That's fine. Give yeah, it to I me. Mean, it doesn't matter. Well, first of all, the myth, the man, the legend, Dane Cook. That, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know he's still alive. <laughs> Why are you Why sending one you? up? Why? My man, Dane Cook. He's actually in the back right now. He's alive. In comedy, he died a long time ago. Uh, <laughs> all right. All right. So, I mean, he's, I, mean he, I still remember my friend gave me that CD that was like everybody went crazy for. Yeah. Uh, Mitch Hedberg, another one of those ones where, like, just you remember where you are for some reason. Like, yeah. Just because they're like weirdly defining. Um, and I don't know. I mean, probably Bill Burr or mm. something like that. Like I said, they're all generic. They're yeah. not like. I mean, it, it matters. It's generic well, back, doesn't mean wrong. Well, back then also it was harder to get access to that stuff. That's why I remember the yeah. CD from Dan Cook. Yeah. It's like now you can just go find a comedian online like that. That's crazy. I wasn't, I don't think I was around when it was hard to get out. I think I've always had easy access to comedy. Mm-hmm. No, back then it was like no. Somebody showed up with a CD, and you're just like, yep. That's where "Adam Sandler's new CD," and you're yeah. like, "What is this? This yeah. is hilarious! I shouldn't have this. I'm gonna get in trouble." Yeah, it's almost like porn. Yeah, it was like this is so off color, you know. And I remember my stepdad busting me with listening to the Adam Sandler CD, and he was like, "That shit is hilarious." He's yeah, like, let's listen to that. What about you, Scott? Give me, give me three people who pushed you and or who you used to watch who you know made you do comedy. So I, from a very young age, like a very elementary school, I would stay up late and watch BET. Oh, wow. Comic it's, View? Comic View. Dude, that's crazy. Yeah, so that was every... I mean, I loved, loved Dude, it. Dude, Comic View was so dope. So I can't even, I I can't even list all that. the comedians on yeah. there that... I I've always wanted to do that. Comic View and Def Jam. Yeah, absolutely. And now they don't exist so anymore. So I was watching that, and then uh, In Living Color, I would watch that okay. with my dad. He kind of let me stay up late and watch that. And then, of course, like actual proper just stand-up would be, you know, obviously my dad was a major inspiration when I was in high school, and is why I wanted to be a comedian. And then... Uh, but I, like I remember very clearly watching Sinbad special when I was young. Sinbad, yeah. No one's ever said that on this show before. Well, I, I, I remember it. clear as day. I watched it with my family, mm-hmm. and I was like, "I want to do that." Okay, <laughs> like, that looks yeah. awesome. Yeah, and he was just slaying it. And I watched it not long ago, maybe six months ago or something like that. I found it on Netflix and I put it on. And I was like. What is he in a church or something? Like, where is this special? Where is he filming? It was so yeah. crazy. But I've like, seen some commit. I didn't know that there was like a whole church comedy scene. Oh yeah, I yeah. just learned that They're, they do stand up at churches. Yeah, absolutely. I've seen some of that too. But uh, yeah, those guys. You know, I don't think I'll ever get invited to it. But <laughs> <laughs> but does exist. <laughs> Your yeah, comedy's not Lord friendly. No, no, not really. I didn't find the. I'm not worried about my kids stuff. finding out about it. Yeah. So. <laughs> I just learned Bibles are the only book that you could come up with. Dude, I changed you. I they didn't know that was your joke. I just now you said it, you exposed yourself. But you could put that in a little comedy sketch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Gentlemen, thank you all for coming to the show. We're coming up on an hour. Uh I'm not doing shit with the rest of my day, honestly. I'm probably gonna go back to bed. But yes. I appreciate y'all coming to do the Writer's Block podcast. Hell yeah. Alex Sanders, you got any dates or anything coming up soon? Uh, August 3rd? August 3rd, is that the first Wednesday of next month? Uh, I'll check when I'm not using my mobile hey, hotspot to calendar, run this camera. <laughs> near you. Uh, August 3rd, I think, is the first Wednesday of the month. Every first Wednesday, we're doing that Comedy Zone feature show. River City Comedy Showcase. That's the name of it. Mm-hmm. That's what I should have said. Yep. That's um, the name. <laughs> Shout out to the Zone, home team, gang, Leah, all them. 
<laughs> the bird sound was excessive. It was all cool until the bird sound. That was too much. Oh, by the way, I have to say this now. Comedy Zone doesn't have the same opinions as people who talk on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. We're all just chilling and cooling. Uh, August 3rd? August 3rd, I think, is the next one. Okay. It should be all killers. It's a fun lineup. I book it, so it's going to be good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> says the guy that was like, put my name on the flyer as host for my ego. <laughs> I did do that. Yeah. I said you don't have to, but for because my you ego, don't have to. Nice. But if you have Photoshop open, can you put my name on it? Yeah. As a host? <laughs> uh, <laughs> don't release that to how people know. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean that's the only thing that I consistently want people. You know, hopefully. Oh yeah, uh, Scotty, what you got coming up? Uh, July twenty first will be the next Ink Factory show. Great room, amazing room, out at the beach. Mm-hmm. Love that place. Yeah, Ink Factory Brewing. This the lineup for this one is stacked too. This is uh, it's a. It, in fact, I was in South Carolina randomly visiting family, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> one of the one of the my, my brother in law was like, "Hey, let's go grab a beer down at this little pub down the street." It was like, "Ah, oh, cool." As we're walking in, uh, his wife reads a sign on the door that goes, and she's like, "Oh, they're doing comedy here tonight." I was like, "Oh, dope. Maybe it's an open mic. I'm gonna put my name on it." And mm-hmm. I looked immediately at my girl. She's like, "Mm-mm." Not why we're here. Yeah, and really? So, yeah, and this then me time. Yeah, and then I found that it was a ticketed show, and I was like, what? That's crazy. It's a full-on comedy show. I wonder who it is. I checked Instagram, and uh, Christian Blaker's like, heading to South Carolina, super stoked. I'm like, what? Oh, wow. Oh, wait, odds? this is a Christian show? It was Christian. And, and Marcus? Yeah, Christian, Dan Venti, Marcus. Um, in this little brewery a mile from where I was staying in South Carolina. Like, what are the odds of that? And I yeah, was like, that's wild. And, they were, and Marcus was like, dude, I'll give you a spot. And, and they were like, no, nah, we're going to dinner. We can come back later. Yeah. So I didn't get to go on. But um, that those three dudes torched that room. It was sold out. There was probably 150 people in the room. And, They're doing July 21st? Yeah, and they melted it. So it's them and then Kristoff from... Orlando coming up, so that okay. lineup for twenty first. I've seen uh, I've seen his name on the on the rhythms for a little minute. Yeah, yeah, he's he's cool. He's a good dude. I met him in Orlando when I was doing some mics down there. And yeah, uh, yeah. dope. Um, I posted my dates on Instagram. Uh, I got tap that. I'm doing a Jay Paw show. Mm. I think that's July twenty third at uh, what is that? Jack's Brewery, Jack's Craft Jack's Brewery. Uh, yeah, one of those. It's on my Instagram. Um, it's a good show. I'm doing uh, Mike Freed's Backyard. That's cool. That's going to be cool. Mikey B did that show not too long ago, so I don't think y'all can come. I don't know. I think he has people who are coming to that show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then what else do I got? July. I like how you're so it's backyard. <laughs> I mean, yo, my boy, he got uh, he got the address like, is two seven one. Tell me the name of the show. Yo, slide through Publix, get what you want to drink, man. He didn't tell me the name of the show. He just said, "Hey, come do a show in my backyard." Your friend did it last month, and I said, "Okay, absolutely." Mike Freed's backyard is a cool ass name. Yeah. For a show. Oh, boom! All right, <laughs> it I, is. It like, is. Yeah. I just remember. So I'm doing that, and then I'm doing. <laughs> Yuli, I'll be in Yuli at a Disco Witch Brewery. Oh yeah. Um. And then July 30th, I'm in Orlando doing Milk District. So That's cool. Very cool. Funny guys here. Make sure y'all go follow them on Instagram, uh, YouTube as well. Mm-hmm. Check out their stuff. I'm pretty sure they're going to be posting soon anyway. Mm-hmm. Follow me, maybe Bobby on everything. Appreciate y'all for coming to the pod, boys. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. All right. We outie. Peace.